Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people. And you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Eddie, happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. <laughs> happy Tuesday, Annie. Nice to chat with you, buddy. Thank you? you. I'm great. I was just telling you right as we clicked into the show. Mm-hmm. That I did one of the things you want me to do, which is I updated my computer. Really appreciate it. You are living in that, that big sir life now. Yeah, yeah. I'm living that big sir life. Things don't even look the same anymore. And I was no. 10 minutes late. So you're welcome. You, or right on time. Because it's like, <laughs> what does it matter? I just did other work. And then there you were. Uh, yeah, we get our you work done one way or the other. It's You're like Mary Poppins. You just so, float in right when Bert needs you That's the biggest compliment you could have ever given me. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. love her so much. Oh, that's she's my that, favorite. She's my all. That's my all-time favorite Disney uh, movie. Okay, well then I would like to ask you, how did you feel about the second one? Uh, I thought it was cute. I like the idea of it. I wanted a mm-hmm. few more Easter eggs. Um, <laughs> I wanted Julie Andrews, who didn't. That scene at the mm-hmm. end with Angela, uh, murder she wrote. Angela Lansbury. Mrs. Potts, Angela Lansbury, was clearly a Julie Andrews spot that Julie Andrews did not say yes to. That she was just not into. Don't you agree? Yes, because there wouldn't be a reason. Angela Lansbury wasn't in the first one, right? No. No, she was not. Right. She was in Bed Knots and Broomsticks, which is also a classic in my life. Is it a classic to you? Oh, I love all of those old Disney movies. All the old, like... Mixed animation from the 60s, yep. like, are yep. just magical. Magical. What's All the other one? You're right. Oh, I also liked whatever Disney used to play movies on. Hold on. I can remember it in my life. Oh, it had to, Sunday to be Sunday night. Yeah. Sunday night. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I was Herbie the Love Bug. Oh. And it's yes. like. When we stayed home from school, movies. we got to watch Annette Funicello beach movies if we were sick. Great one. Yeah, like Beach Blanket <laughs> Bingo. I mean, I need to go back and watch those now. I'm sure there's something we don't oh, know and remember. But man, that was like, if you were home sick from school, you could watch Annette Funicello beach movies and Frankie, how, Frankie and Annette beach movies. How did you get them? I guess my you mom were... had the had the VHSs. Mrs. Yeah, F. Downs so. must have been about that VHS life with those. She she loves those movies, so that's got to be it. Yeah, we had a lot of VHS tapes. Like, I remember what a thing it was. What a joy it was to watch a movie. Uh huh. And you'd be like, "All right, I'm going to Blockbuster. I'm oh, walking through the aisles. I'm getting it. two, maybe 
but probably one movie. I am bringing it home, hoping that the tracking works. Oh, man, it's if you whole- got two, that was like a big weekend. If you got big two. weekend, it was going to rain that weekend. Yeah. You have nothing going on. <laughs> right. That's You're a like, Florida thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was gonna rain uh, yeah i mean if we got two it probably meant sp- there was a spend the night party happening yes absolutely somebody was coming over if it was just me and my sisters or my sisters and cousins it was hairspray and that was it that was your that we were gonna get that hairspray most likely. yeah that was the go-to because <laughs> we that's the one that we weren't we didn't own but we really enjoyed and let me just say for people, there has been a redo of Hairspray. You were talking about the original one with Ricky Lake. Yeah. Yes, yes. The original one with Ricky Lake. Yes, I am speaking of that one. Yeah, because exactly the new right. Hairspray with, with uh, I forget who it was. Uh, it bordered on weird. Oh, really? Yeah, I never saw it, I guess. Yeah, it was sort of like the Cats redo, where you're like, this already was weird, mm-hmm. but you broke the fourth mm-hmm. wall of weird and made it actually Yeah, oh boy, it, well boy. With John Travolta, yeah. right? And John Travolta in the new yeah. one? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay, we, we have too many open things here. Uh, yeah, we close have to tabs, sorry. this conversation. We, we'll close, close that tab. The, the, the blockbuster tab closed. Can we not close the Mary Poppins one yet, though? Because I know, I have... that's exactly where I want to go back Great. to. Great. What did you want to say? Well, that I love that movie. That So my uh. brother... Uncle, Uncle Jimmy, Jimmy, one Mary Poppins on VHS from a local grocery store on oh. some like put your name in a hat 80s thing, Fantastic. right? Your name in a bucket. And Jimmy watched Mary Poppins every day, uh, like all through childhood. I mean, it is the soundtrack of my home yeah. is walking through the house yeah. and just hearing it. Oh my gosh, what a magical movie. And it's absolutely so. Oh, and I loved I loved the second one. Yes, it was not the first one, but the fact that they took a swing and tried mm-hmm. to do a sequel to mm-hmm. one of the most beloved movies in all of cinema, yes. it's truly unbelievable. And it's a good movie. It's not not a good movie. Oh, it's yeah. Very good. Miranda? Yeah. Great casting. And what's her name? I'm going to... Oh, we, I have another tab. I'm going to write sorry. it down. Emily I'm, Blunt. I'm Emily, Emily Blunt. Blunt. Yeah, I did not agree with you on Lin-Manuel Miranda. I Tell don't love his voice. I love his, his singing creativity. voice. Yeah. And I just feel like <laughs> he got in that movie because he was the right guy in the right moment. I hmm. think there are, I think there are more legendary people possibly. I am not trying to call I'm not, I am pro Lin-Manuel Miranda. I am for him. I am for Hamilton. I am for In the Heights. I want him to keep creating things. I did not love him in that one role. You would have been looking more for a Hugh Jackman type where it That's is right. unquestionably the most unbelievable Broadway-ish voice. That's it. That's it. That's Because exactly Lin-Manuel right. Miranda you. is primarily, and he would say this, a rapper who has been able to uh-huh. sing well enough uh-huh. to be in his own shows. This is right. But he is, he's a gifted freestyle artist. I oh. mean, he's just like, I never, and nobody. I wish I'd have seen that freestyle show he did on Broadway, but I never saw it. Where oh, it was did a whole documentary every about it. night. Oh, really? Can I watch it? Oh, yes. I don't know where it is. Yeah, I will find it for you. But Freestyle Love Supreme. That's what it's called. What Freestyle it's Love about. Supreme. Yeah, you're right. Oh, and there's a whole documentary that just shows you. And I mean, yeah. they're insane. So, yes, I understand. He was the perfect person just in the moment to do it. Emily Blunt needed, was you, perfect. Yeah. I thought she was great. Yeah. Had that perfect, like, charm, but also a little snark where you were always a mm-hmm. little afraid of Mary Poppins, but in a way that you weren't afraid at all. That's right. You didn't want to sass her. The no, you didn't want to sass her. No, the part no. that blew my mind that is very modern for us today because of on Sunday night this happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Dick Van Dyke in the in the new Mary Poppins. He is 90 something years old and was just honored Sunday night by the Kennedy Center Awards. Yes. Can He's we watch that? A legend. He might be the legend. Like, can we watch it? Yeah, I think so. I think he, I watched it Sunday night. But I bet you oh, can watch it on uh, TV. Yeah, I didn't even know what's happening until yeah. way after. He yeah. is absolutely. I mean, he, his career. I mean, Dick Van Dyke show. Mary Poppins, yes. all the, I mean, he's had an incredibly crazy long career and is kind of doing great. Do you want to guess how old he is? Mm. He's in his 90s. Oh, boy. Well, I mean, at that point, it, what is it? I mean, it barely matters, but let's, I mean, I'll just shoot 95 because that's right. a nice average. Nailed it. You nailed it. That's Nine, what I wanted for you. And he's walking. He's yeah. walking, right? Oh, he's still, I mean, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, unbelievable. Oh unbelievable gosh, movie. Oh, that guy. I mean, he, he, he he's a legend. I mean, he's in Bye Bye Birdie. Do you remember he's in Bye Bye Birdie? <laughs> wow. Yes. Good on him. What a life. What a life. Okay, what an absolute this, life. This is macabre. But do you have an age where you're like, I'd love to make it to, like, in my mind, 95 seems, I don't know how far over it is the mark, uh-huh. but there's a point where you're like, well, I never thought this would happen because whoever thinks you're going to make it to 95. <laughs> I don't have a number because I don't want to say it and put it in the ether. But at 95, <laughs> but you got to just be like, but you say your number because I don't want to jinx myself. But you know what I mean? At 95, you got to just be like, I mean, this is it. Yeah. I am so happy. I guess. I don't know. Yes, I agree with you. I think it, I think, I think 95 years old is a very interesting, I mean, 95 right now, anyone that's mm-hmm. 90 to 110 right now has probably been alive for the greatest shift in culture there will ever be because of technology. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. when he was born, you can do fast math or I can just look at his. When he was born in. I cannot do that. 1925. People had wow. telephones. People had. People had newspapers, but I promise they didn't have iPhones with Twitter. And now the guy's on Instagram, you know, so I can't imagine someone who has lived through a technological change to de- to the degree that he has. Oh, yeah. I mean, even just you and I being children of the 80s have lived through. I mean, we are the last group that didn't wasn't native tech growing up. Uh, right. Like, yes. Yes. I can't imagine being that age and having not had. I mean, it was people did not have a television in their home. Right. People did not have. It was. It was a single party line. Maybe you had one. I mean, my grandmother. Right. I, I maybe I've shared this with you before, but my grandmother, uh, who has passed away, but she would have been deep into her nineties at this point. She got her first phone was. It was you would pick it up. And everybody in the whole street shared a single line. So you'd pick it up. And if you heard somebody, you hung up. But her mm. phone number was five. Like Her phone number was five? Yeah. Eddie, because you, it would only, you for sure never told me that. Yeah. Because you could only make local calls. So you were in wow. an area. And she was in an area outside of like, Pit, hold on, I forget, Pittsburgh, something like that. And in the community, they would install. And she was five. And that was the phone number. That was, and there was, it was a party line. It would be your whole community on a phone. She, Just, her phone number was five. That's unbelievable. I know. Right. That's got to be very similar to Dick Van Dyke's growing up life. Got to be. Oh, wow. it's like the uh, wow. Carousel of Progress at Disney. 
that's it. That's Dick Van Dyke is the Carousel of Progress at Disney. Okay. All right. Do you know you know the Carousel of Progress really well, right? Uh, we are not really... really well, but I know it. I know it. I like it. I've. It's my favorite ride. I've. It's your it favorite ride. Times. Yeah, I love it. Why? I love the song. It reminds me of being little in Disney. It's one of the old Disney rides. Like every Disney ride over time, understandably, gets updated and changed because they have to. But yeah, that's part this, of the gig. This they don't touch. It is just the old Carousel of Progress. And so it has this deeply nostalgic like, oh, I remember sitting there as a kid and uh, the dog and it's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, the song as a kid. Yeah, of course. But uh, let's see. Oh, the voice of the dad on that was the same voice as uh, Gene. I forget his last name. But the I know, voice I want you of, to, though. Who? Well, you know the voice because if you've seen A Christmas Story, you know the narrator of The Christmas Story? Oh, yes, of course. Yes, of course. It's the same voice. This is the Disney way, though, isn't it? That it is. when someone is in one thing, especially in the 50s and 60s, they're oh, in yeah. everything. They're in absolutely everything. Oh, yeah. Like the I mean, old Yeller a- kid was in 1,000 movies as a kid. Right. There's just a stable of studio players mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that That's come right. in. And That's like right. the what, Whatever Brothers that wrote the Mary Poppins music, they wrote everything, including the Carousel of Progress song that I just sang. Ha- and of the Tiki Tiki Room did. song. Oh, they did and write the Tiki Tiki Room song. They wrote it. They were the they were the uh, Disney. What are their names? The Sheldon brother. Hold on, I'm gonna look. I feel like it starts with an S. No, I want to do. It is S. I have watched a documentary on them on Disney okay. Plus. It is not Sheldon, but it does start with an S. Uh, your it's you. It's your brain versus my ability to type this into my phone. God, I want for this bad. Disney. I feel like I see a double letter in there. Yeah. Okay. Everyone, someone's yelling it at us. I know. I want this more than I want. I know. Do you, are you ready for me to tell you? Yeah. Go. Sherman. The Sherman brothers. I know. We were so close. We were so close. Sherman brothers. How did that movie, Saving Mr. Banks, make you feel? Uh, well, I loved it. I loved it. For people who don't know, it's the story of it's Emma Watson. No. No. Thompson. Emma Thompson Emma and Watson Tom Hanks. Hermione and Tom Hanks. Thank you. Yes, Emma Thompson is playing P.T. Travers, who wrote yes. Mary Poppins. Tom Hanks is Walt Disney, and this is the story of him buying the book from her and turning it into a movie kind of against her will. And they interact with the Sherman brothers a lot. That It, oh my, it is It's one of my yes. top favorite movies because of how top Though Dick Van Dyke wasn't in that movie, now was he? No, and he didn't make a cameo in it. Hold on, P.L. P.L. Travers. Did I say P.T.? P.T. Barnum, yeah, P.L. P- Travers. Thank you. You're right. P.T. Cruiser. You can't be mm, helped. Mm. Uh, it's, it's understandable. <laughs> you can't be helped. P- How many people P- have wanted to say that to me over the years, Eddie? That's the question. <laughs> yes, you so P.L. Travers, no, he, he was not in that. But I love those behind-the-scenes stories. But also... That how that movie went, and I know that there is probably some element of many elements of storytelling in it, right. but juxtaposing going into P.L. Travers' childhood and her dad and her childhood, who's played by Colin, uh, um, whatever, yeah, handsome Firth, nope, nope, Hanks, no. <laughs> I love this game. I don't. We even are. Care. This is this is as real as a friendship gets, Colin. where you just keep opening. Opening tabs and getting first names, but not last names. <laughs> well, and it's also, um, it's also like, uh, it's like our age too. Uh-huh, like uh-huh. 
you can't get a name right. <laughs> right. Hold on. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Colin Farrell. Farrell. Yeah. But her dad plays, you know, Colin Farrell. And looking at how uh, her writing of Mary Poppins was in response to her childhood. And so the really beautiful story of why she wrote Mary Poppins to, to fill her soul, a part of her soul that was very empty, but then why she would also hold it and guard it so closely. But then that scene, oh, the payoff. It's a classic Tom Hanks thing when uh, she's finally watching the movie and she just disappears in it. Yes. Yes. And do you know the story of the Feed the Birds lady? No. Tell me everything. Okay. I love this stuff. I I will. A good night, if I can't sleep, is I'm going to watch one of these movies and IMDB into a wormhole of facts about the movie. Ah. Uh, this is one that I love. So Walt, had the, the woman that played the 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 woman on the steps of St. Paul, the, the bird woman, like the yeah, bird lady of course. in yeah, Feed yeah, the Birds. Yeah, of course was apparently a famous actress back in the day, like vaudeville, very famous actress, and had made her way over time into, because she was very old, into a like a nursing home facility. And Walt just loved her and knew she was the right person for this and ended up doing something like extraordinary to, to get her basically out, to release her from the nursing facility so that he could have this woman because he knew that this was like the penultimate <sighs> scene in Disney. It was his favorite song of any song that the Sherman brothers ever wrote. Ever his wrote? Favorite, his favorite song was Feed the Birds Feed of the, the songs birds. they ever wrote. Yeah, this song that is... apparently really hit him at his core. And his story, you would understand, like he has a crazy story. Yeah. But so, uh, and so wow, he got her out and he like, it was his favorite actress and he would like drive her to and from the nursing home <gasps> just so she could be in... The movie. It was just like this really beautiful, like, Eddie. he needed this. Yeah. And, and so now you watch it and you're like, well, it was already the most magical movie ever. And then there's just layers and layers. I I had no idea. I want to know everything like that behind the scenes of Mary Poppins. I want all of that. Every time. Did you know that Julie Andrews shot Sound of Music and was unknown? They barely cast her in Sound of Music. Yeah. They cast her in Sound of Music and... While it's being edited and released, she goes and shoots her second film, which was Mary Poppins. Yeah. Mary Poppins comes out before Sound of Music still. So Mary Poppins comes out. And so by the time Sound of Music comes out, everybody thinks it's Julie Andrews' second movie. And Sound of Music is what it is because Julie Andrews was the biggest star in the world, even though when she shot Sound of Music, she was a complete nobody. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. I mean, isn't that magic? Yes. I love that stuff. She's why, why I'm sure you know this answer. Why wasn't she in um, the new Mary Poppins Returns? What was her hard stand on that? Do you know? She, she had a really gracious. She gave a couple of answers about it, but one I think she had said things like, "Well, first of all, you know she can't she, she can't sing she anymore. Can't sing. I know." And then she has gently said in interviews, like with Oprah and stuff, that that has really broken her spirit, and she's like. For someone so known for her voice, it is hard for her to not have a voice. Right. Um, I think there was that. And she also didn't want to upstage it. Uh, she said she didn't want to upstage like th that. It's hard enough to have. You can only have one Mary Poppins at a time in a movie and and whatever. I don't know what of that is true, but it would have been nice to see her in it. It would have been nice to see her in it. But Dick Van Dyke been. around forever. Oh. He's going to live forever. Oh, he's the best. He's going to live forever. I mean, yeah. I would love to talk with him. 
What would you, what's the first thing you would ask him? If you had to ask him a question about a movie he'd been in, like you're doing a between two ferns kind of interview, but it's not cheesy. It's totally appropriate. (laughs) Not between two ferns. But yeah, it's not between two ferns. It's not Zach Galifianakis' show that's just like, was it cool to be in Mary Poppins? But it's more like, what would you really ask him? I would ask him. What scene? I know exactly what I would ask. I know you do. Uh, General is like, generally as a canon. He has from Dick Van Dyke's show, even through to his more dramatic roles, uh-huh. he has chosen to play every character with a very positive internal fire. Like every single one of his characters, even when it's serious, he's still really, really happy. Yeah. And I'm curious what the choice was to do that and why why spend a whole career basically emanating positivity even when the role didn't demand that you do it. I there's something wow. about like he sees That's his a role question. as a he sees his role as something he sees his role as an actor in the world as something bigger, I think, than he's let on in the past. Like there's mm. some value add to his life that I don't think he has shared, but it's always just and he's game, right? Any little kid that comes up to him realizes it's Bert, he's game. He yep. will do the thing. He's never yeah. been too cool for school. Right. There's that's a choice. To do that for a whole career is a choice because you know you that can't be that happy. really <laughs> interesting. What would you ask him? Oh, it, just as it profound, nope. I want him to tell me start to finish about yeah. the scene in Mary Poppins where they're laughing and it makes them all float and have tea uh, on the ceiling. Yeah, I want exactly. to know how that happened. I want yeah. to know how he flipped around. I want to know what it felt like. I want to know what they really talked about that made him laugh that hard. And then do you recall, I'm sorry to spoil this for anybody listening, but uh, do you recall that as that scene ends, the way they get off, they have to think about sad things to float down, which this is probably explaining my entire life of why I've avoided sad things is that laughing makes you float to a tea party and crying (laughs) makes you go down to the ground. It has been built in me forever. Um, Yeah. But... I just would love, I would love for him to do, I wonder if there's like a director's cut of Mary Poppins, but I would love for him to talk me through that entire scene. There, That is a great one because you can't fake laugh. Not really. for that they long. Were, they were really chuckling about something up yep, there. Right. There's a, there's a couple of little hoo 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 ha but like right. generally I have a feeling that the guy that was playing the uncle was saying some raunch stuff into Dick Van Dyke's. Oh, no way. Don't you dare say that. They never said things of that nature. Oh, yes. Purity. Purity. Oh, yeah. But they were doing that. But then also, how were they floating around? Because they don't do... How were they floating around? Because now they'll just toss Chris Pratt up in the air and then they just paint out all the wires Uh later. uh It's all... uh That's it. He was floating. Right. They can't do that now. Uh Uh-uh. No. Or they couldn't do that then, I mean. Right. So how? It's a great, great this is, specific so I scene want him. Yeah, I want him to talk me through that scene. I want him to tell me, like, because remember, he does a lot of flipping upside down. Mm-hmm. Also, that old guy, the uncle. Listen, let's go down that path for a minute because let's open his tab because yep. he's also the guy from uh, Babes in Toyland. Shut it. He totally is. <laughs> right? He's in a bazillion things <laughs> before. I mean, he's this. He's a Dick Van Dyke 20 years earlier. Oh, great one. What's his name? I it's don't know. Like, Hold on. It, Mary Poppins. Oh, uncle. I could, how, how did people How did people enjoy conversation before they could Google things? Uncle Albert yeah, is know. his name on the show. Uncle Albert. Yeah. Uncle Ed Wynn is his name. 
Ed Edwin W Y N N. Wow, good yeah. one. Yeah, it, it's the same with the Disney voices because you know, like uh, people know this one, but like w- the, the guy that did the voice of Winnie the Pooh. Yes, I don't know what you're about also, to say. Well, I mean, is everywhere in Disney movies. Okay. So, like the snake in uh, the Jungle Book, the snake wow. where the eyes get him all entranced, get Mowgli all like uh, dizzy. Yeah. He's that voice. It's the same wow. voice. Once, once you start to hear the Winnie the Pooh voice. It happens hey, everywhere. Yeah. I have a question for you. Yeah. This is pretty judgmental and awful, but can I just ask you? Yeah, of course. There's a weird cutoff age with being pretty into the Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> I don't think there's a weird cutoff age. I think there's a very appropriate cutoff age of Winnie the Poohing. Because, like, yeah, like I'll see people and adults with like Winnie the Pooh sweatshirts on. Does and that not feel different than a Mickey sweatshirt to you? Somehow, yes. And okay, I interesting. Need to, that is the exact point that I was driving towards. I see someone with a cool Mickey shirt on. I'm like, I'm not going to do it, but I get it. <laughs> I see someone with an I'm not going to do adult. it, but I get it. Do you feel that way in Gainesville or do you feel that way in Orlando? Like, do you feel that way in if life. you see someone in, in Boise? That's okay with you? A Mickey shirt in Boise is fine? I think... An adult generally with a Mickey shirt on is like, it's not my favorite, but it's not like the But I get it. Yeah, that's right. I like, I can see how you could make that leap. A couple steps in, especially if it's like a cool one Uh or kind of like a, like maybe Steamboat Willie Mickey or something that's just like, or like, like I get what you're doing. But to me, and I'm just, I'm on thin ice here because I realize I'm alienating the base, but there are people. (laughs) I don't know what size are are Winnie the Pooh bases, so we're about to learn. We have we are about to light <laughs> this junk up. There's just a little bit to me where it's like if you're wearing like a gray sweatshirt with like the embroidered Winnie the Pooh's cast on the front. Okay, like yeah, sure. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Sweatshirt. Well, there, like, let's well say here's what I actually wonder if there's a if there's a bell curve here, mm-hmm. and the but an opposite bell curve. What's an opposite bell curve? <laughs> How do you turn a bell curve upside down? Because to me. Zero to zero to <laughs> something, and then oh you gosh. and and zero to eleven, fine. And then there's a pretty mm-hmm. deep upside down bell curve, like nah, 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 nah. And then yeah. it comes back again. It comes back again, Eddie. When you're sixty four, I don't fine. know. I'm do throwing out a number. But when once you you're there, you, you better embroider whatever you want. Oh yeah, there's a point where I am starting my morning with uh-huh. a cold piece of cake. And a cup of coffee. I'm wearing whatever I want. It's uh-huh. I don't care. And yep. I'm not saying you've quit on life. I'm saying you don't need to do the thing anymore. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's like right. right now, I generally need to kind of try to look somewhat presentable. There's just a point where it's like, no, nah. no, it's going to be <laughs> nah. a t-shirt with some different rap group on it every single day. Mm. Yeah, some version of athleisure wear pants, mm-hmm, san- mm-hmm. sandals, and that's it. That's what wow. I'm wearing. Right, right. Okay, so, yeah. I'm turning into I a real dream boat. So, so that is, <laughs> you're turning into a what? A real dream boat in my <laughs> late sixties. Oh man, I me too. I'm I can't wait. I but then the thing is, if we if we Dick Van Dyke this life, that gives us an actual third of our lives that we get to live like that. You recognize this, right? I do. We are right. currently most likely in the second third of our life. If everything goes well, which I hope it but does. Y'all, 
which I'll take it. I'm very happy in this whole thing. Yeah, this I, middle third's been great, but yeah, you better believe I'm Mickey, Minnie, Winnie embroidering to the t- to the tooth by the time I'm in my 70s. Especially if I'm cold all the time and I took all the grandkids <laughs> to Disney and I think to myself, you know what? I just want a nice pullover, one size too big. That's just going to be very comfortable. And you know what? I got, I've got i got enough money set aside from being pretty good with investments. Yep, yep. I'm going to spring for the embroidered version. Yeah, yeah. I 100%, yeah. 100%. So I, whatever it's called, someone will tell us. Our Winnie the Pooh base will tell us what, what it is called to do an upside-down bell curve. But whatever it is, that's the... That's who can wear Winnie the Pooh. Now, before we end this show that I cannot believe we've done an entire show on, yeah. what what is the what is the age for like a Moana? Similar? Oh, see, no, 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 no. See, Frozen? Moana. Uh, do what she want? I don't feel as strongly about this. I don't know why. I don't think they've done okay. the test of time. Okay. Like, because Frozen 2, you might still be pumped about it. I mean, Moana... It's just a great uh, cultural moment for Disney. And, you know, it really pushed the trend of what a Disney princess is defined as. Sure. Do they even need to be a princess? Like, what does it mean? I mean, there was a lot of culturally significant things about Moana. Uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda co-wrote a bunch of the music. Like, there was a lot about Moana. Yeah. So I could get, as an adult, still riding with a Moana t-shirt. Though I'm going to say, generally, I don't really know what Disney shirt as an adult I'm trying to think of, I have the entire Disney catalog of clothing. What shirt do I wear to go to Publix today? Mm. If I can wear any of them, I don't, I can't, I can't fathom one. Which I got to give you the heads up. I had a Publix sub for dinner last night and I'm not even on vacation. Boogie. It was awesome. Can I just get a quick, what'd you get? Got, got me a, got me an ultimate turkey, <sighs> ham, roast yeah. beef. Roast beef. It was great. What do your lettuce? What do you do? Lettuce, lettuce, pickle? tomato, pickles, raw onion. They're raw onion for some reason. That's the only spot I do that. A uh, little bit of mayonnaise, Bingo. oil, vinegar, yeah. oregano, Bingo. salt, pepper. Whoa, that's a nice yeah, order. I go hard. I go hard on uh, public <laughs> sub, but I almost texted you from the place, and I was like, "Nah, I'll tell him tomorrow." Yeah, yeah. We got to have something. We got to have something to talk about. We had to. Yeah, yeah. That's what. That's <laughs> what we're going to talk about. Don't worry about anything on our list. We just did a full half hour. Pretty much on Dick Van Dyke. Yeah, and Disney stuff. And, and how Disney stuff. when I see someone who's 35 and they've got a little piglet, pig, piglet statue on their desk, a little figurine. Oh, I, boy. I cringe. Oh, I cringe. wow. That's a, that's, we are going to get some emails. We're going to get some emails from the people who don't live in the bell curve. <laughs> First of all, you're not it. a bad person. I want you to know that I'm the bad person in this scenario. <laughs> I'm the person. You're the person that's enjoying a very wholesome Disney character and good on you. I'm the person. I'm the person judging. And that's that's fine. That that is something that I want to be sorry about. Yes. Well, that's something I I want to be sorry about. I hope that I get there at some point. Oh my gosh. Don't do it today though. Wow. Okay. I want I think we've done it. Yeah, I think we have to, but I want us to, to I want people to talk to me. This whole week, as we're getting ready for tour, I want people to talk to me about 60s Disney stuff because that will feel so good for my heart. Do you and agree? I, gotta also, I do. I do think, oh, yeah, give us the old Disney movies, all the screenshots of the yeah, one we Yeah, give us your thoughts. Them. What'd you love? Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. 
And for those seeing Annie on tour, uh, <laughs> if you happen to have a Disney sweatshirt or you better a good wear Disney it. t-shirt, you wear that and tag us both in it because yes. I want to. I want you to walk on stage, very pumped up. Look out, house lights come up a little bit, and you see a strange like collection of. Yes. I mean, it, really, a, a lot of Disney stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm that's what I'm somebody wearing mini ears. That's what I'm hoping. Oh, what are you doing? My God, you're an adult. What are you doing? But <laughs> and they're like, we're doing exactly what Eddie told us to do, which is yeah. what's going to happen. And, and you do not get any discount. Oh, uh, all wait. merch is full price. You get nothing. But I will see it, <laughs> but and joy. I will be so pumped. Joy for us. <laughs> well, okay, Eddie. Well, me. let's do this again for Friday. For everybody, to know it's going to be a fake Friday because we're going on tour. But so yeah, we can it's talk gonna about be fake tour Friday next weekend. Yeah, and just so everyone knows, we haven't really recorded a Friday show in a long time. We got a lot. Oh, I mean, we, so. yeah, yeah, we we don't do them on Friday mornings very often, if ever. No, 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 that was that was early quarantine. But we got a lot to talk about. We got we a lot talk to talk about on Friday because we got through all the stuff today that we definitely definitely had planned for today. Yeah, we didn't talk about uh, ginger ale. <laughs> oh, it's on the list. Let's start there on Friday. Yeah, let's really do that. Okay, perfect. <laughs> all right, friends. Yeah, y'all have a great week. Go wash your hands, and we'll see you back here on Friday. TTFN. Ta-da for now. That's what they say. <laughs> That's what Winnie said. Tigger. No, it's Tigger. Oh, it's Tigger. Ta-da for now. Oh, my God.